Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the In Odds We Trust podcast. It's been a while, folks. We know it has been. To be honest, uh, we're not the best at any other sport besides the NFL. So, uh, Yeah, we don't really know much besides football, and we learned that after the first couple episodes after football. <laughs> we, we did not hit many bets. Yeah, if you want to go back and listen to our March Madness predictions or anything <laughs> like that, it's just a complete dumpster fire, so... We decided that we're going to break it up into seasons, um, coordinate with the NFL season. So this is the first episode of season two of our podcast. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener and tuning back in. Hopefully we didn't lose everybody. Well, if be... we did, we'll win them back when we win some money week one. So, Yep. Speaking of which, we got week one predictions for you guys. Then we're going to get into some futures, maybe some Super Bowl predictions. Offensive Rookie of the Year, just future bets uh, concerning the NFL season. And anything else we got planned? Maybe just some um, general. Maybe some uh, maybe we should like we should do like a bet maybe on like we should keep track of our records on the spread picks and yeah. like loser has to do something. Okay. Um, yeah. We'll we'll figure that out in the weeks to come. We'll keep track of our record and send us some uh, DMs, some ideas of what the loser has to do maybe. I agree with that. Maybe some fantasy tips as well at the end. Um, we're all pretty heavy in at least three or four leagues, each of us. So we'll give you some fantasy Eight. tips as well. That being said, let's get right into the week one predictions. First game kicking off Thursday. Can't wait. We got the defending Super Bowl champs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, taking on the Cowboys in Tampa Bay. Thursday night game. Bucks are minus eight on the spread. Over under is 52. Rob, why don't you take us away? What, what are you seeing from the uh, Super Bowl champs? Yeah. Um... I think the defending Tampa Bay Buccaneers feels still feels good to say. Uh, I think they're going to look pretty good. I mean, Dallas definitely worries me as a fan just for the fact I know their offense is going to be pretty high-powered with Dak being back. Um, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think the Bucks. I like the over a lot. Yeah, I was going to say I like the over, the over. too. Like, I think Tampa Bay's defense gonna be, is going to be really good this year. But even if they are good, I think the Cowboys are going to be a top five offense in the NFL. So if not top three, um, I don't like the fact they went to minus eight. Yeah, that's what really is put. But I think the big thing with Tampa Bay, and I don't know about Dallas yet. It seems like the team has bought into everything, and for anyone that hasn't drafted fantasy yet, I know we're going to talk about it later please later in your drafts, look at Antonio Brown. I think he could easily become the number one receiver in Tampa Bay this year. So I'm going to, I'll go bucks minus eight. 
Yeah, going off that A-B statement, I read an article that Bruce Arians said that he was looking like he was, he was four to five years, like like his speed was back to like he was four or five years ago. So if that's the case, prime A-B back, yeah, that's scary with those other two wide receivers. So with Rob, love the over 52. Seems like a lot for NFL game, but with these two offenses, I think it'll go over kind of easy. And if it was a little lower – Man, I would take the Bucks all day because I just think they're the better team. But plus eight, man, over a touchdown. Give me, give me Dallas. I'll take Dallas plus eight. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Jacob. I don't really have any thoughts on the over or under. Pretty bad at those. Uh, I could see a high scoring game. Um, you know, people are going to be juiced up. We got full crowds in Tampa Bay, as far as as far as I know. So these guys are going to be ready to play. Um, I'm with you with Dallas plus eight, though. I, I think Dak coming back, um, hopefully he's 100%. I would really like to see a good season out of him. Um, Dallas plus eight, like you said, it's a little high. Um, and I'm honestly going to sprinkle a little bit on the money line as well. That's at 290 right now. So um, put a lot Dallas of money. Dallas had a healthy offensive line. I would, I would sprinkle some on the money line too, but – that scares me a little bit. That's what's making me go with the Bucks minus eight. There's no Zach Martin and the Bucks. Yeah. The whole playoff run, the Bucks didn't have a completely healthy Vita Vea, and now he's healthy without defensive line. And Joe Tyron, the rookie that they drafted, looks yeah. like a freak. He looks. I mean, he just looks. He's ready to go already. Yeah, so, he was. My, was my pick for defensive rookie of the year. If we were talking, I'll get to that later. But I think he's good. He's gonna have just the open spot because there's so many other people on that defense. Mm-hmm. I don't know, guys. We, you know, Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. You know, we saw in the offseason Tom Brady had a little slip up on the TB12 method with the avocado tequila. Um, COVID. He had COVID as well, probably during the Super Bowl. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, but, you know, we'll get into that later. NFL conspiracy theory. You can't have Tom Brady sit out. But uh, Super Bowl hangover, I'm taking Dallas plus eight. <clears throat> uh, me, you guys' favorite prop for the game. Antonio Brown over on yards. I think it's what did you say, sixty? I think we looked. Yeah, early. I think it was like sixty and a half. Yep. I made a lot of money last year on betting Mike Evans first touchdown. Um, it's plus seven fifty right now. If you don't want him to take, if you don't want to take him as the first touchdown score, minus one ten for any time score. I like that one. I'm probably gonna. I'm gonna probably parlay Antonio Brown over four and a half catches and over sixty yards. Yeah, that's not a bad bet. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Dak INT for minus 125. I just think that defense is very good in Tampa Bay. He's going to make one mistake probably. Fair enough. We'll see you on Thursday night. Super excited to get the NFL back. Um, you heard our picks. We're going to two guys on Dallas. Rob, homer pick on the Bucks. Next game up, Sunday slate, we have – Arizona Cardinals at the Tennessee Titans. Titans are minus three with the spread. Over-under is 52-and-a-half. Um, this is a kind of a tricky game. Uh, the Cardinals, you know, kind of revamped a little bit in the offseason. They got uh, J.J. Watt to go over there. I don't know how much that will affect their defense. I uh, still think the Titans are a better team. Derrick Henry uh, expected to have a, another big year. So I'm going to take the Titans minus three, playing at home in Nissan Stadium there. I don't know. I think home teams have have a big advantage. I know I went with Dallas plus eight last time, but I think home teams have a big advantage. 
um, this first week as as we get fans back in the stands. You didn't even mention the biggest uh, addition to the Titans team. Who I don't. I, yeah, I don't think he's really going to be much of a factor. I like he's just been so injury prone <clears throat> the past couple of years, and he's getting older. He puts not, up numbers. Uh, he's not the receiver the that he used to be. Oh, he's going to put up numbies against the Arizona Cardinals. I promise you that. I promise you that. But I'm yeah, I'm going Titans minus three as well. I'm with you guys as a non-bias, so like not including the Tampa Bay game. I think this is going to be the most fun game of the week. I could see a lot of points being scored in this yeah, game. I like the over in this one. Well. Yeah, a lot. I I think both these teams are dark horses for a lot this season. So just, neither team has a really good defense. So yeah, I like the over, but yeah, yeah, I definitely like offenses. And my sneaky prop, I'm going to give y'all. Randell Moore, Rondell Moore, anytime touchdown plus 275. You have props already? I don't – oh, TD scores. Just for that one, just TD props. Gotcha. I like that. I uh, just saw that, so I don't I don't really know. Maybe Kyler Murray rushes it in plus 130, anytime touchdown score. I like that one. All right, we're all on the Titans that, that one. Yeah. I think Rob's eyeballing a, a prop here for us. All right. Yeah, it's just TD props for me right now. Yeah, I'm not really not really that big on any of those. Yeah, I got nothing for that one yet. I forgot the Cardinals added uh, A.J. Green as well. Yeah, there's probably not many props out right now for the Sunday game, so we'll, we'll tweet those out like Sunday morning. I, th- I, I, could, see a, I could see a James Conner touchdown. I like that. If I had the Penguin Drake used to run the ball in a lot for them. He had 10 touchdowns last year, and he's probably going to take the goal line work. I mean, it's not Chase Edmond going to get that. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I don't know. This this whole offseason was kind of crazy for the NFL. I'm still trying to figure out the depth charts for all these teams. Uh, who's Josh Reynolds on? Is he on the Titans? He has to be, right? I, I did not know that. If he's on the t- Cardinals, he's like the fifth wide receiver on that team. Wow, that's a nice addition. Yeah, a lot has happened in the offseason. I'm still trying to catch up myself. Um, but the expert picks are all in on the Titans, so ride with that. Uh, next up, we got the Jets at the Panthers, minus five and a half uh, is the spread for the Panthers. <clears throat> uh, over under 45. This game, big storyline game. We got Sam Darnold going against his – his uh, ex-team in the New York Jets. We got Robbie Anderson also hooking back up with Sam Darnold. Expect a big game out of him. I also have him in fantasy. I'm expecting, you know, at least a touchdown. That would be huge. I'm going to go with the Panthers minus five and a half. Not really too big on Zach Wilson yet. We'll see what he has to offer this first week. Um, But the Jets still aren't the best team. Uh, in the NFL. So Panthers got a little bit better. They got a healthy Christian McCaffrey back. So uh, I like them minus five and a half. Yeah, this game is a stinker. Um, <laughs> these are two really bad teams. Um, I like Zach Wilson. He showed a lot in the preseason. But, man, I, I do think Sam Darnold for fantasy-wise is like – for like a super flex league, he's not a bad backup. Be on your bench. I think he has a lot of options now with the Panthers. So I'm going to go Panthers minus five and a half. And give me a Zach Wilson INT. 
I'm actually going to go. I think I'm going to take the Jets. Yeah, that's I was. I'm I, think, I think the Jets are going to. I don't think they'll win, but I think they'll cover. Uh, I like the Jets defense, and I think that's why I'm going to pick them to keep it close. And I actually like Sam Darnold, INT, the other way around. I think they're going to both throw at least one. Yeah. So there's going to be ghosts on that field for sure. I'm excited yeah. to see what Sam Darnold could do, you know, last last season with the uh, Jets or when he was with the Jets. A lot of people were, were blaming his uh, offensive coordinator, saying they weren't setting him up for success. So I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, got some nice tape. I mean, if you watch some of his throws, he has got some nice throws. I think Sam – I like Sam Darnold. I mean, he's got the talent there this year. There's no more excuses. Doesn't have mono anymore. I mean, if Teddy Bridgewater can do it in Carolina, Sam Darnold definitely can do it in Carolina. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I'm going to – I'll take – I'm going to stick with the Jets, though. All right. Robin on the Jets, me and J-Mac in on the Panthers. We'll see how it plays out. Next up, we got the Los Angeles Chargers minus one against the Washington football team. Uh, still don't have a – Solidified. Actually, is this their solidified name, the Washington football team? They're not trying to change it anymore. This I year, I still think it's the Washington football team, which I think is nice. I, I like it. I actually WTF. like. It. I like it more than the other names that they're throwing out. I mean, it's better than rushing to a decision like the uh, the Indians in baseball, the Guardians. That shit's fucking terrible. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what to think of this game. This is kind of a, a toss-up uh, for me. You know, you got Ryan Fitzpatrick um, joining the Washington football team. They have a pretty good defense uh, and Chase Young and the other studs up front. But, um, you know, Justin Herbert, I think, is slated to have a MVP-type season. Um, so I'm going to go with L.A. minus one. It's kind of a really close line. It's kind of a... That's yeah, really close. Two really good teams, I think, this year. I think the Chargers are really going to give the Chiefs maybe a run for the money for that division, honestly. But that being said, they're going on the road on a shitty-ass field and against the, probably the best defense in the NFL. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with the home team getting points. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Washington, too. I think it's going to be close. Uh I've seen the I like I trust defenses more than offenses usually week one, so I'm gonna stick with Washington. I could see it being a very low scoring game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm probably put some on Washington money line over plus one honestly. Yeah, I mean at that point you might as well. You know it's kind of, you know it's kind of crazy looking back at it. Last, I think it was last season. It was definitely last season actually. Um, Tyrod Taylor was the starter in uh, in L.A. Got got stabbed in the chest by his trainer, you know, and then Justin Herbert took over, and now Tyrod is the starter down there uh, with the Texans, you know, with, with Deshaun Watson, his pending legal charges. Um, I don't know, just kind of cool to look back at it. And you also had Washington with Dwayne Haskins. That's right. He, balled. he had a baller game. For the Steelers in the preseason game two, looked fantastic. Game three looked like Dwayne Haskins of old. RIP to his dog. Yeah, Simba. 
All right, peace out, bro. <laughs> All right, Jacob's going Washington. Rob's going Washington. I'm going with the Chargers. Kind of a toss-up game. Um, probably be one of the closer games uh, this weekend. So, Next up, we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Atlanta Falcons. The Bird Bowl. Falcons are minus three. Over-under is 48. Jacob, why don't you start us off on this one? I talked about the Jets and Panthers being a shit game. This game is even worse. This is terrible. These the Falcons were terrible last year, and they lost Julio Jones. Mike Davis is another starting running back. Um, I, I like the over because the, neither team has a defense, and I'm going to take the Eagles plus three. I like Jalen Hurts, so give me the Eagles. Yeah, I also like the Eagles plus three. Kind of got a grudge against the Falcons this year. Um, you know, me and Jacob are Ball State alums. Uh, we had a stud running back, Caleb Huntley, did a, did really good work there in Muncie for us for four years. Um, signs with the Atlanta Falcons. Has a pretty decent preseason, you know, gets some, gets some snaps in, scores a touchdown, looks promising, and they cut him. Uh, uh, it's on the practice squad. Come on. All right, well, he should be RB3. In my opinion, they had they have a fuck ton of running backs though. Um, so yeah, I got a grudge against the Falcons uh, this season, so I'm gonna go against them anytime I can. Plus, I just think the Philadelphia Eagles are a better team. Uh, like you said, I like Jalen Hurts. So give me give me Eagles plus three. I'm excited to see what uh fucking what's his name does Devontae Smith. He's on the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think he'll be. Is he going to play? He's been kind yeah. of hurt. I heard he's been kind of banged up. That was early. That was when, dra- that was when he got drafted. He's been fine. He's been fine in preseason. Well, I was a big Devonta Smith fan in uh, Alabama. I don't know how well he's going to translate to the NFL still. He is so small. I think they said he was like, what, 160 pounds, 165 pounds when he got to camp. That's, that's worrisome in my opinion. Uh, I'm going with the Falcons here. I personally think Jalen Hurts – might be one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm surprised you guys are really high on him. My big thing with that too, is I think his own coaching staff doesn't even trust him for the fact that he just brought in Gardner Minshew. I I don't know. I'm not that high on him. I actually think Mike Davis is going to be uh, pretty good for the Falcons. So I'm, I mean, I, I like Mike Davis. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't trust Jalen hurts at all. I saw that he finished 40th in the NFL last year for completion for accuracy. There's only 32 teams. So, yeah, but he also yeah. uh, Carson. Let's say like Carson Wentz was the starter there for the longest time last season. Also played against some pretty solid defenses when he played at Washington football team. He didn't get to play the Falcons, that's for sure. And I also I'm not a big Miles Sanders guy either. Oh, hate Miles Sanders. He screwed me in fantasy last year. I think the Eagles could finish last place in that division. Very easily, personally. Giants. Giants are terrible. I'm going to go Falcons minus three. I mean, this is a shit bowl. I mean, either any, any, this, any could go anyway. I mean, uh, this seems like a battle for draft position week one. Yep. Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm excited to see Kyle Pitts, though. I'm excited I about Kyle Pitts. But he's going to that guy. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. 
It'll be a good game, but I don't think it's just two bad teams. It'll be a lot of points, I think. Fun game. Yeah, Rob, uh, Carson Wentz started 12 games for the Eagles last season. I don't want to – I think that's an unfair statistic to bring up on Jalen Hurts. You know, he's still – Still young, is, still, still has something to prove. So, he wasn't the best passer last year. He was very inaccurate, but I think he might have worked on that this offseason. Uh, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Me and Jacob riding with the Eagles, Rob with the Falcons, the Bird Bowl Sunday at noon. Next one up, o'clock Eastern. Don't forget 12 o'clock Central. Um, next up, we got the Seahawks minus two and a half against the Indianapolis Colts. Any news on? Carson Wentz and Blaine. Uh, Blaine. their guard is too. I forget his name right now. I think so. Yeah. Nelson. Yeah, I believe so. Pretty sure they're both playing. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with the Seahawks minus two and a half. I do like the Colts. I like watching them. I think they got better uh, this offseason. But if you watch the Seahawks, they usually start pretty hot. Russell Wilson makes his case for MVP for about six or seven games and then uh, falls off the face of the earth. So give me the Seahawks prop here. Um, like a DK Metcalf touchdown. Yeah, I'm going to fade Tyler on this one because the Seahawks have no defense and the Colts actually have a pretty solid defense. And Carson Wentz, if he's playing, I, I like that offense a little bit. Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman Jr., I just think it's I just, yeah, I'm gonna take the Colts. Hopefully it gets to plus three or something by Sunday, because I would love it then. But yeah, I would take the Colts and a Michael Pittman touchdown. I think Michael Pittman's gonna have a breakout year. Yep. I'm with you on Michael Pittman. Uh I'm going with the Colts too, mostly because of their defense. I think the Forrest Buckner might be the most underrated defensive player in the NFL. That guy's stud. They also drafted a rookie too. I think he could be in there for rookie of the year defensive yeah. rookie there. Like Kawhi. Pain or whatever, whatever his oh, name is. But the Alabama guy. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think, the, I think Carson Wentz is gonna have a really good year. I don't know why, but I think he's gonna play pretty well. I think it's gonna be the first. He's gonna have a very run dependent offense, and he's not gonna have to do a lot. And I think it's gonna really help him. So I like the Colts. I'm with. I already. I don't think the Seahawks are gonna be that great this year. I think this is the first year you really see them downfall. Because Russell Wilson is not happy there. I can tell you why Carson Wentz is going to have a good year. It's that offensive line. He's going to be protected for the first time in his career. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like the Colts. Russell Wilson, you could have been a bear this offseason, buddy. But I do think DK Metcalf might have a game though, or Tyler Lockett. I heard uh, Russell Wilson's trying to work with Lockett more. Yeah, I, I mean, that's his favorite. I think that's his favorite target. But DK yeah. just DK, so you got to give him the ball. Mm-hmm. All right, Rob and Jacob in on the Colts. I'm in on the Seahawks. Next up, Minnesota Vikings minus three and a half against the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow and company. Jamar Chase hooking back up with his college. I don't know if they're roommates. His college receiver. Um, Joe Burrow coming off the season-ending injury last year. His front office really fucked him. Didn't really give him much help on the uh, the offensive line. So, I like the Vikings minus three and a half. 
Um, I think the Bengals are going to struggle this year. Uh, like I mentioned, they went out and got a receiver when they really should have beefed up that offensive line. I don't hate the receiver they got is reportedly beat his girlfriend, pregnant girlfriend, and has the case of the drops on the field. Yeah, he can't catch a ball to save his life. Well, he did play, took a year off, so I think that never hurt, never helps. And I think Burrow's going to start a little slow. He had a serious knee injury last year. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go Minnesota minus three, two. I think the Bagels might start a little slow this year, especially Jamar Chase and maybe Burrow. But, yeah, I think Higgins will have a big game this this game for uh, the Bengals, but I just think uh, the Vikings win. Yep. I'm going Minnesota. I think they're an underrated team this year that could surprise a lot of people. Uh, I think they're very sound. They're, they're the same team every year. Like, I think they're capable of winning 10, 11 games every season. And it's just that they have some specific things fall their way. I mean, they have they have a really good running back in Dalvin Cook. They have one of the best young receivers in Justin Jefferson. Kirk Cousins, um, he's pretty average, but. Yeah, I heard a stat about Kirk Cousins. Like, through the first six games past two seasons, he's been so terrible, and he always turns up in the second half. So maybe a Kirk Cousins INT this game, and maybe you could see him coming out slow. Maybe it could be a really bad game. But I'm still going to go Vikings, but yeah. Sweet. All in on the Vikings, minus three and a half. Next up, Jacob's lock of the century. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars, minus two and a half at the Houston Texans. Uh, Texans obviously still dealing with Deshaun Watson and his off-the-field issues named uh, Tyrod Taylor the starter for week one. Jacob, let's, let's hear your thoughts. This is the lock of the, lock of the century for you. Uh, I don't think the Texans win a football game this year. Man, there's, I mean, that is the worst roster I've ever seen. If you have Brandon, uh, uh, old Brandon Cooks as your number one wide receiver, and I, I'm going to have a three-headed backfield monster with Mark Ingram, David Johnson, and Philip Lindsay. Oh, it's so gross. The only way they win a football game this year is if Deshaun Watson comes back, and he's probably not going to play this year if he plays again. So, yeah, and – I kind of like the Jags. I mean, Trevor Lawrence looked really good in his last preseason game. I know the offensive line is really bad in Jacksonville, but James Robinson's there. He has three really good wide receivers. I think LaVisca Chanel, DJ Tark Jr., and Marvin Jones Jr., three solid guys. I know ETN got hurt, but, man, only two and a half. You just have to win by a field goal against the Texans. Yeah. Yeah. I'm putting the house on it. We're going to do something else, too, here. Uh you got to pick a lock every week. This is going to be Jacob's lock. None of ours yeah. can be the same. Oh. And we're going to we're going to keep track of locks as well. One yeah, lock this a week. Is 100% guarantee lock of the week for me. Yeah, I don't know if I said it. I also like the Jags minus two and a half. Um, I like it. Yeah, I like them. Like Jacob said, the Houston Texans are not going to be great. Lost J.J. Watt. Um, oh, I forgot about that, even though you mentioned it already on this podcast. But, yeah. Yeah. Not going to be great. Tyrod Taylor, just not a good quarterback. Yeah, I feel like we could just go on to the next game unless Rob has something to chime in. But. <laughs> I think that I think this is going to be closer than you think it's going to be. I think that I think it covers, but honestly, if this was three and a half, I'd be worried about it. Mm. I just don't know how the Texans are going to score points. I just don't. 
We watched Tyrod Taylor be the quarterback of the Chargers, and it was brutal. The, the trainer had to stab him on purpose to get him off the field. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I just and he had weapons in L.A. He had Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry. Yeah. Eckler. I just yes. I'm not that big on the Jags either this year. So that's why I'm just kind of questionable because I, I just think their defense is not good. I just think if you line up a 53 man roster and go down one by one, the Jags had the advantage at every spot, I'd say. Probably. So you could probably walk on to the Texans, Rob. Oh, you could punt for them. I don't know if the Texans <laughs> are, are the Texans the worst team. Them or the Lions. Yeah, that's a, I, I might go. I'm going them. Texans, though, because I. The Lions at least have like Swift, Hawkinson, and Goff is way. I mean, he's not good. He's better than Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I couldn't even honestly name one receiver on the Texans. Will Fuller was there last year, right? He's not there. I anymore. just know. I know Brandon Cooks, and they he drafted Dalton. a guy named Nico Collins. Nico. I've heard. I've heard a lot about him saying he could end up just being the number one guy there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's not great when you're not when saying you're, not 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 great when you're the number one guy to Tyrod Taylor. Also, when like, you're a, a draft pick and then you're going to step into a number one role, it's just not not ideal. Mm-hmm. All right. All in on the Jags. Jacob's lock of the week. Next up, Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. This is a really good uh, week one matchup. Bills are minus six and a half. Over-under is 48 and a half. Jacob, this is your team, so I'll let you uh, go ahead and start. This is not how I wanted to start the 2021 season with the Buffalo Bills at Buffalo with a full crowd since for the first time in two years. It's going to be rocking in Buffalo. I mean, rocking in Buffalo. I love our defense, but man, it didn't look good last year against this Buffalo team. I think this Buffalo team is just better than it was last year, too. So, yeah, I'm taking Buffalo minus six and a half. Steelers will finish above 500, keep the streak going. But this is going to be an L to start the season. Yeah, I also like the Bills. Um, I will say, though, Ben Roethlisberger looks a little bit slimmer, looks a little bit younger uh, than he did last year. Don't know if he'll be any better, though, so I'll take the Bills. Josh Allen will be a better quarterback uh, than he was last year, which is going to be hard to top. But I think he's going to finish at least top three in the MVP votings this year. Um, him and Stefan Diggs, their connection is undeniable. Um, really like the Buffalo Bills here. Like Jacob said, full stadium in Buffalo. Man, that's going to be it's rowdy. bad weekend to be a table. I'll tell you what. Bad weekend to be a table. Bad weekend bad to be weekend. a beer. Bad weekend oh. to be a Buffalo wing. Always a bad weekend to be a bush light. Always a bad day to be a bush light. That's that's, that's true. Um, the Bills minus six and a half for me, and I also, I also like the over. I think the Bills are going to put up some some uh, numbers there, and the Steelers. I think, I think both teams put up numbers. Honestly, I think Steelers have a really solid offense. Najee and all the wide receivers. Big Ben looking healthy. Uh, yeah, over forty and a half. I think is pretty easy. Rob, I like the Bills. I I love the Bills bringing in Emmanuel Sanders. I think that's really good for them. That's a great wide receiver too. I think this might be the year the Steelers finally do it. They might not be 500. I, I thought I, you were going to say something else. No, no, no. Now, nah, <laughs> the other way around, I think this might be the year Buffalo could do it very easily. But I, I I just don't know about the Steelers this year. 
I kind of want to watch them play a game before I make really say that, but I don't. Man. I got a question for you, Jacob. Who's going to be your wide receiver one? You know, you got Deontay Johnson. Uh, Deontay Johnson will be. Okay. Well, it kind he's, of changes he's, he's every big, year. He's just Big Ben's favorite target. I mean, he showed it last year. He was getting 13, 15 targets a game when Big Ben was playing. So, if Big Ben gets hurt and it's like Rudolph or Haskins, it could be Claypool. It could be – it could just change every week. I think I did see rain in the forecast for this game. So, um, don't know if that changes anybody's picks. Maybe a run-heavy offense, but no. Okay. I, I think Najee Harris this year will be unbelievable. He's just going to be bell cow. He is going to get a workload this season. They're going to work him. The only thing I could see messing with the Bills this year is an old anti-vax fucking Cole Beasley. <laughs> Getting COVID for the whole team. Could see that hurting the locker room a little bit. But besides that, Bill's going to have a good season. I don't even want to get started on this COVID talk. <laughs> I think and my NFL is just stop Rob, fucking testing. Emmanuel Sanders is not wide receiver two. He's wide receiver three. Put some respect on Gabriel Davis's name. Who's their starting running back? Singletary and Moss. Yeah. Okay. I was in a draft the other day, and I couldn't figure out if it was Moss. They're literally I heard Moss. Together. Yeah, I, I I would go Singletary for fantasy purposes just because the Bills don't really run the ball that often. So Singletary is the pass catching back. So that's who I would lean. But yeah, fair enough. I just picked Josh Allen because he's going to run in pass. All in on the Bills here. Next up, <clears throat> San Francisco 49ers minus seven and a half at the Detroit Lions. The revamped Detroit Lions got rid of Matthew Stafford. Picked up Jared Goff. Uh, 49ers minus seven and a half. Seems like the reasonable pick. Um, so I'm going to go with it. I'm going I'm to trust my gut. Um, done. not a big fan of Jimmy G. I think Trey Lance will take that starting spot. Hopefully by like week six. I don't know. Uh, depends on how bad Jimmy G does. If he didn't chip his finger, his, that bone in his finger, he'd be starting week one. You think so? Yeah. What he showed in the preseason with his legs and his arm, oh, yeah. But he chipped that thing, bone in his finger, so I don't know anymore. And it's the Lions. It's a perfect game to get a rookie quarterback in for. But, yeah, I'm going to also go 49ers minus 7.5. I don't know if the Lions score 7.5 points. So, yeah. I'm going to go with the Lions. Uh, I think this is going to be the worst game of the week with Jimmy G at quarterback. I don't think the 49ers are going to look good at all on offense. I don't with him there. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I think Trey Sermon is going to take over the starting running back job by week two or three there easily. But I could see this being like a 10 to three game. Yeah. I, I don't see the – I think they're, the Lions are not – they're going to be – I think they're going to be dirty on defense this year. I mean, the way their coach talks, it's pretty easy. To, I do like Dan Campbell. I do. I, I think yeah, Dan they're going to bite those gonna kneecaps have, off, baby. <laughs> I think he's going to have their defense playing hard. I think they're the worst team, though, in the NFL. I just don't like it being seven and a half with Jimmy G at quarterback. If it was Trey Lance, I think this is an easy pick. I don't even think Jimmy G throws the ball 15 times in this game, though. I think the 49ers are known to be a big, heavy run the ball team. And when you're playing a team this bad, oh, Moster and Sermon are going to have fucking games. Oh. I may start both of them in fantasy if I had, if I had them. 
I'd put him one at running back, one at flex. I don't know. I just think it's going to be a boring game. Oh, very. I would. I, I wouldn't tune in besides red zone. But over under it. forty. I like the under by a yeah. lot. Love okay. the under. Is this noon as well? This game. Probably if it's in Detroit. Yeah, it's better than a prime time game. <laughs> if it was in San Fran, it'd probably a four o'clock game. But uh, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's a one one o'clock Eastern start. One o'clock game. Yeah, I'm not watching it. Um, all right, me and Jacob in on the 49ers. Rob, interesting pick with the Lions. We'll see how it plays out. Next up, Denver Broncos minus three at the New York Giants. Um, Jacob had a lot of bad things to say about the Giants. Earlier in the podcast, uh, the Broncos, also not the best team. This is also kind of a shitty game to watch. Um, uh, man, I really don't even know what this game. I'll take the Broncos uh, minus three because I really like their uh, draft pick that they'd got, uh, Patrick Sertain or whatever. I think he'll be uh, in, in the runnings for the defensive rookie of the year. Uh, just not a real big fan of their quarterback situation. Uh, not a big fan of the running back situation. But they're playing the Giants, uh, who also don't have really have a dependable quarterback. Saquon is coming back uh, off an injury. I heard he's going to be on a snap count week one. That's good to know. Yeah, so Broncos definitely is going to be my pick. Yeah, I was going to go Denver minus three as well after I heard the news about Saquon. I mean, he could still go off. He's an incredible talent. So, I mean, even on a snap count, he could still ball. But I think Denver has a better defense. I think Denver has a better quarterback. And they, I just think Denver's a better team. Give me Denver minus three. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. I think the Denver Broncos are like playoff contenders this year. Really? I think they're going to be really good. You think they're going to finish ahead of the Raiders in that division? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I'm big on Denver this year. I don't know why, but I think they wouldn't. My big thing with them is I think Teddy Bridgewater had to show them something because the way they gave up on Drew Locke, I mean, you they pretty much gave up on the guy. And because of that, I think I'm, I'm, I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to shock a lot of people. I will miss uh, Drew Locke lip-syncing young Jeezy on the sidelines whenever no, he he'll, he'll have even more time to do it on the sideline now, bro. No. <laughs> the camera's not going to be on him, though, and he can't make plays. He couldn't really make plays before. But... Yeah, so he was, wasn't making plays before, <laughs> and the camera still found him on the bench. I think uh, Jerry Judy, too, this year is going to be yeah. a very good wide receiver one. Yeah, I agree because he's going to be in the slot, and Teddy don't really go deep, so – all right, all in on the Broncos. Next up, we got the Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs, one of the best week one matchups. That's not even saying it like a, like a Chiefs fan. It, it really is. Uh, we remember this game in the AF, AFC Championship, I think, last year. Um, divisional. Oh, yeah, we played the Bills. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um. We beat these guys with our backup quarterback. Uh, so I'm not really. Almost, you, you do not play your backup quarterback in playoffs. What? What? 
You didn't play him in the playoffs. You played Mahomes in the playoffs, brother. He got hurt, and fucking Chad Henney came in and won the game for him. They were already winning. And he get like one first down. It was yeah, legendary. All he did was have a nice. All he did was have a nice QB sneak. And then he didn't he, win the game. No, he he was a good reason why we won. And he threw that ball to Tyreek Hill on fourth and one to seal the seal the game. All right. Anyway, let me get into the line. It's minus six and a half. Chiefs playing at Arrowhead Stadium. Fifty four and a half is the over and under. I like Kansas City minus six and a half. No surprise there. I think it will be a really good game, really close. Um, but I don't know. I just think the Chiefs are hungry after the Super Bowl last year. They beefed up that offensive line quite a bit. Um, hungry dogs run faster. Actually, the Browns, I don't know, the Browns. Fuck. I'm going with the Chiefs still. But <laughs> everything I said just – could also apply to the uh, Browns about the hungry dogs running faster because the Browns, I think, have been building a team that um, if the Chiefs weren't around, they'd probably win the AFC. Um, the Bill, I know, give me that face. The Bills are also a Bills, good team. Man. I know, I know, but the Browns, they, they showed me something last year uh, in that game against the Chiefs. Um, you know, that, that running back tandem with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Um, is something serious, but I like the Chiefs minus six and a half. Got to take my team here. I can't go against them. Uh, I'm going with the Browns. I uh, I think the Chiefs could win this game, but I think it's going to be like a three point win. I think the Browns cover. I think the Browns are like the formula on how you beat the Kansas City Chiefs. They're long, like methodical drives on offense with a lot of running and you keep Patrick Mahomes off the field and that's what they're going to do. And you got Odell Beckham coming back too. I think the Browns are going to be serious this year. And they signed Javon Clowney or whatever. Their defense, Miles Garrett and Clowney on both sides. That's scary, bro. Uh, The Browns are legit this year. Um, you, You were talking about Mahomes, but didn't the Browns also not have like their head coach at your game? Yeah, no. Probably. Hospital. I don't know if he was in the hospital. He just couldn't come uh, to the game. Had, I, think, yeah, I think he had like a close contact with COVID or he had yeah. COVID or something like that. Which is bullshit. Post- they should just stop testing. Yeah, mic drop on that one. But no, the Chiefs, I mean, you brought up a good point, Rob. Like they, they did have, um, they did sign Clowney. They do have uh, Miles Garrett, but the Chiefs beefed up their offensive line quite a bit. Um, Orlando Brown uh, is going to be huge for us. Um, Joe Tooney, um, Kyle Long, or Chris Long, I always get them mixed up. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's just a, a different year for the Chiefs. Uh, Super Bowl humiliated them, and they had to go in the offseason and change some things. So I'm excited for this season, excited for what the Chiefs can do. Hopefully hopefully uh, we run it back, Rob. I would love to, to see you watch the Super Bowl party with you. Tampa Bay versus Kansas City, maybe. Yeah, don't get COVID this year, Rob. We would love to watch the Super Bowl with you this year. <laughs> Just don't I'll go get tested, Rob. I don't care. I'll try my best. Uh, I'm going to go with Rob, I think, on this one. I'm going to go Browns plus six and a half, I think. I'm going to wait till Sunday to see the actual line because I think it might change a little bit. But if it stays at six and a half, I'm with Rob. I think it's going to be like a field goal, six-point game maybe. But, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a really good game. I like the over, though. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, did you have a, did you already talk about your prop that you just typed there? Nick Chubb. I was gonna type the same thing for a Chubb touchdown. I, if that's what you're yeah, putting. Chubb touchdown. Chubb. I think Nick Chubb has a big game. Yeah, I like Nick Chubb a lot this year. I think the Chiefs win this game. I just don't think they cover. That's what I would say. Oh, man, fans in Arrowhead. Mm, it's going to be loud. It's going to be a great atmosphere. I can't wait. Um, next up, we got the Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. Um, Mac Jones taking the reins for the Patriots. Bill Belichick calling the shots. Patriots are minus three. Over-under is 43 and a half. Give me the Patriots minus three. Uh, I like that a lot. I think Mac Jones is going to be um, pretty good this year. He's actually going to be in one of my futures. Guess which one? Coming up here soon when we get to those. MVP candidate. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I, Mac <laughs> Jones had a comment earlier this past week or two weeks ago it was. He said there was a reason he was on the bench when Tua and him were both out of Alabama. I don't like that confidence when you're going into a game against Tua. I don't want you saying anything like that. I want to say you're better than Tua. If I'm, I want to, that's what I want to hear. So I'm going to go Miami plus three. I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. I think both these defenses are solid. But, yeah, I'm going to lean with the second-year quarterback here. I think he's going to have a pretty big year, big, pretty big jump. I know Will Fuller is suspended for this game, but I think Jalen Waddell will have a pretty big game. And, and they still got Devontae Parker, too. Yeah, and I, I'm a big fan of Miles Gaskin. I, I like his what he does. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go Miami plus three. Yeah, uh, I'm going Miami plus three. They changed quarterbacks in New England, but they once again brought in zero wide receivers. I mean, if you want to count now, Nelson Aguilar as bringing in a receiver, you can. But, I mean, they did bring in two really good tight ends, though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Hunter Henry does have injury. I like Johnny Smith way more anyway. Yeah. I think Miami's going to be really good this year. I'm actually very surprised New England is minus three. I don't understand that at all. Uh, I just think it's a New England hype. So, no, I, I like Miami a lot. I think Miami's defense is going to be really good this year too. I think the Pats' defense is going to be pretty solid too. They had – they had a lot of guys take off for COVID last year. I know Gilmore is out on IR for the first six weeks, but they have other good corners, and I think they had a lot of big signings in the offseason too. So I think it's going to be a really good, low-scoring, hard-nosed game. Yep. I also think we might be watching, in my opinion, this year at least, the best rookie wide receiver. I, I think agree. Jalen Waddle is going to be good. I think, I think he's, he's – I don't want to say – I think he's in a perfect spot. He's in a perfect I don't spot, I think. Hill. But that's a lot, like, kind of what he reminds me of. Fair enough. Um, and so, yeah, big news coming out of New England oh, probably two weeks ago. Uh, they cut Cam Newton. Question for you guys, is he going to get picked up anywhere? Uh, probably when someone gets hurt in the season, he'll get picked up. I don't think he has any interest in being a backup, which kind of hurts his – Yeah, but he has to be now. I mean, he's – I know there's not 30, there's probably not 32 quarterbacks better than him in the league. I think he might be like top 25, I mean, not top 25, 25 or 32, I would say he could be in. But just his goal line presence, I think a team might want that, like a playoff team might. Because you don't have to use that quarterback. You could do wildcat shit on the goal line with him, and it'd be kind of helpful. He had 12 rushing touchdowns last year. 
kind of like how uh, what Jacoby Brissett was for the Colts last year. Yeah, he would just come in on some stuff. I think that would be good for Cam Newton. Oh, you reminded me, Rob. Speaking of Jacoby Brissett, hot take coming. Brace yourselves. I think he's with the Dolphins right now, Jacoby Brissett. He looked pretty decent um, in preseason. I know it's preseason Tua, going against. Tua looked great. I'm not big on Tua, and I think it's a possibility that Jacoby Brissett might get the job. But you know who is big on Tua? The Dolphins. Coach came out and said it last week. He said, we're not trading for Deshaun Watson. We got our guy. And we'll see, man. Numbers numbers don't lie. If he starts shitting the bed, like Rob said, Miami's got a decent team surrounding him. I think if he can't if he can't perform, Jacoby Brissett has shown in the past that he's at least somewhat decent. Um, I don't know. It was a hot take. I'm not going to say it's a guarantee or anything like that, but might see Jacoby Brissett take a couple snaps there in Miami. <clears throat> Next up, we got Rob's second team, the Packers, minus three and a half against the Saints. Famous Jameis taking the reins for the Saints. Aaron Rodgers reluctantly back with the Packers. Over-under is 50. If I already didn't pick my lock of the week, this would be my lock of the week. I can't believe the Packers are only three and a half. It's not The game is not in New Orleans. It's in Jacksonville now. That's big. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hurricane. So – they're not going to have home field anymore, which was huge for the Saints. And I, I mean, yeah, James is solid, but he's, I don't think he's Drew Brees. So I like the Packers minus three and a half. And I give me a Jameis Winston INT, baby. That might be a minus at this point. I don't know if it's here. Oh, it's be- easily going to be minus. I mean, most INTs or bad quarterbacks are minus, but it's yeah. a guarantee. I'm going to bet that every game James plays this year. Give me a Jameis Winston INT. Mm. Um, I like the Packers too. I think Jameis Winston is going to thrive with New Orleans, though. I think he's gonna really like it there. Uh, I think him and Marquez Callaway are gonna be one of the best duos in the NFL, especially for fantasy purposes. He I do seems, like Callaway. He seems to love Callaway already. He had like two amazing pitches in the preseason game. Yep. Uh, I think the Saints keep this close for a little bit, and then Jameis becomes Jameis at one point in the game. And the Packers take control. Yeah, I just think the Packers have way too much firepower for the Saints. And with no Michael Thomas, that's that's tough. I mean, I do think Alvin Kamara has a huge game, though, because Packers showed last year cannot stop the rush. I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I don't think Michael Thomas plays a snap for the Saints this year. I think they're done with him. I don't know. I've seen some reports that they're kind of mending it all back together. But I don't know. I kind of agree with you. It's like 50. It's up in the air for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm also in on Green Bay minus three and a half. Do love Jameis, though. He's my starting quarterback in the league. Um, it's going to win me leagues. Um, same game parlay here. Maybe a Jameis INT and three touchdowns if he can get that. I'm not sure what the odds would be, but that seems like a prototypical Jameis Winston game. Um, but, yeah, uh, like you guys said, the Packers are just way too stacked um, for the Saints. I'm actually really interested uh, to see how the Saints do with Jameis. Um, I don't know. Is uh, fucking what's his name? God damn it! Now I'm blanking on names. Hill. Wait. Yeah, Taysom Hill. What's his role going to be this year? Is he just backup? Is he going to be gonna like the same thing he did through Breeze? I think he's going to be like kind of a guy that comes on the field at random points, catches balls, does a little quarterback play. 
I like it. Uh, I, I, I like that role for him. I like the Saints, just not against the Packers this week. I will say there's only two games left, and neither of you picked a lock yet. So, Oh, I got mine coming next. Rob, yep, don't take right. mine. I got mine coming next, too. And I No, bet, you bastard. I you don't have the same lock. <laughs> well, one, I know who – Tyler's probably going Bears because that's the second favorite team. Oh, well, then, yeah, we have, we have different locks. I was actually going to go. All right, let's hear them then, boys. We can't have the same locks for how I'm Were you going to take the Rams? No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'll, I'll let you know what, as you being the Bears fan, I'll let you take it. All right. Next up, we got Chicago Bears at the LA Rams. Minus seven and a half for the Rams. Over under is 46. Tyler's lock of the week here, folks. Rams minus seven and a half. I am not a fan of not starting Justin Fields week one. I can understand it. Um, you got Red Rocket taking the taking the first game here. Um, love it or hate it, I think it's a smart decision for the Bears. Obviously, you don't want Justin Fields going against um, a really good defense. I don't want to put Bears. Justin Fields out against Aaron Donald in his first NFL start. That's just not – they play the Bengals and the Lions upcoming weeks. I think that's a perfect time to get Fields in, but not right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, with that being said, I don't really like – Andy Dalton, um, really love the Rams this year. Matt Stafford, I think will – I've said it for a couple guys this season, but this one I really mean it. Matt Stafford is going to be MVP race material. Um, you know, he was he was really good in, uh, in Detroit. Not really good in Detroit, but he put up numbers in Detroit. Just kind of got overshadowed by, you know, shittier parts of his team. But if you look at his numbers throughout the years – He's like just pure statistic wise, he could be top 10 quarterback of all time just by the numbers. Yeah, I agree with you, Tyler, on the not starting Justin Fields this game. Uh, I wouldn't put my rookie quarterback out there against Aaron Donald week one. It's just not smart. And they have a couple of cakewalk games coming up after this. Throw them in one of those games. But I'm going to stick with you. I'm going to go Rams minus seven and a half. Yeah. The Rams are such a better football team. Even if Justin Fields was playing, it's the Rams minus seven and a half. I don't even know how that's a conversation. So I'm going to, yeah. You see these O's I'm blowing right now, boys, off that 5% Nikki, the Schmuel bar? The Schmuel bar, the AC vent, the alien puff bar. I respect it. Is it any Crosby's? No, those are Zins, dude. You know, the Zins. Well, that's all right. That's all right. I'm just going. I'm just I'm just keeping the keeping the train going. Monica Lazinski's Zion Williams in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that's good stuff. That'll be uh, rolling trend on this podcast for sure. <laughs> uh, Rob doesn't like. It. He's not in on Schmuel Bar yet. He will be one day. At Freezer Taps on uh, TikTok, if you want to get in on the joke, he's a funny dude. We should uh, put this out for him and tag him in it. Maybe he'll like it, retweet it or something. Yeah, I'll do what I can. <laughs> um, so, yeah, all looks like we're all in on the Rams. Um, I will add this for Rob. Rob wanted this to be his lock. Yes. But we can't have the same locks. And we gave it to Tyler because he is the, the Bears fan in the podcast. So. so that leaves us with one more game, the first Monday night football game. Rob, is this going to be your lock? Going to be my lock. We got. Uh, hold on, let me let me say the lines real quick. I forgot about that part. We got the Ravens minus four against 
the Raiders um, in Las Vegas, over-unders, 50-and-a-half. Willie Sneed revenge game. Oh, he's on the Raiders now? Yeah. Wow. That's That comes at you fast. Yeah, you better take that <laughs> in consideration when you're making your pick, Rob. Mm, I don't. I think I'm good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Ravens minus four. I think the Raiders are going to be one of the worst teams in football this year. Uh, all they did was get worse this whole offseason. They did nothing to make their team better. At least uh, I think John Gruden doesn't make it to game 10. I think he gets canned. I think as a Buccaneers fan, I will admit he is the most overrated coach of all time. Uh, I do not believe in him at all with anything. Uh, Josh Jacobs, clearly they don't believe enough in him. They had to bring in Kenyon Drake. Their offensive line, they just made it worse. I. I don't understand how this team's supposed to be good at all this year. I feel and, bad. And Baltimore is going to be great, so I don't understand how this is only minus four. Yeah, yeah, this is – I like this one a lot, minus four. I mean, I think the Ravens smoke these guys. I think Lamar Jackson runs all over them. Yeah, their defense is going to be terrible. Terrible. And they yeah. added Kenyon Drake behind Josh Jacobs. But what the hell is that? That doesn't make oh. the same running back. And who oh. they draft? The Raiders? I don't know. They drafted someone again that was questionable. Not any offensive Oh, alignment. yeah, they Alex did. Motherwood. Oh, yes, they did get an offensive bro. They drafted him super early. Yeah, he was like a third. Some people had him going like late second, early third. They got him in the first. What a steal. <laughs> I will say I'll feel real bad if the Raiders uh, fired John Gruden. I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter he bought a new house or revamped his house. It looks almost like the, the colors and just the style looks just like the Raiders stadium. Um, so he's. I thought that was the owner. Oh, was it the owner? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I don't feel bad. It's like a $14 million mansion, but wow, does it look cool? All right, Duke, enough of that. He's gone. So, yeah, it looks like we're all in on the Ravens. Um, yeah, Raiders not going to be a good team. They somehow got worse on the offensive line. Don't know how that's possible. Um, really, really feel bad for the Ravens. So losing J.K. Dobbins, that that sucks. Pick up if yeah. you, if you guys still don't if you have a fantasy draft still, but it's going to be crazy if you do. Get Gus Edwards. You can get him pretty late. Um, mm, should nice. be a good... he's kind of rising up now because everyone knows. But yeah, I agree. They were high on Gus Edwards when they had J.K. Dobbins. I mean, they said he was going to have a role in the offense already. So now that J.K. is gone, they did have Le'Veon Bell today. And I have heard their undrafted rookie, something Wallace, Tyson Wallace, something like that. I heard they're high on him too. But, yeah, I think Gus Edwards is going to have a really good year. Uh, when he gets healthy, Rashard Bateman is going to be a huge difference maker for them. Yeah. He's a unbelievable receiver. Don't forget. They got Sammy Watkins too. <laughs> week one, he always balls in week boy. one. Yep. Put him in the DFS lineup for week one. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Maybe, maybe. And shocking enough, Tyler, I have a fantasy draft tomorrow at eight fifteen at night. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know why you do them so late. So yeah. But that is all of our week one predictions. Um, feel feel free to rewind and. Listen to them again. They're going to be winners. We're, we differed on a couple, but we're 
you know, mostly have the same idea. Uh, I'd say me and Rob were like similar, most of them. I, I just know to fade. I just know to fade Tyler. He's got to fade Tyler. Yeah, I learned that last year. Last year. <laughs> hey, I'm streaky. I go on a couple hot streaks. Fade that guy. I go on I think, a couple hot streaks. I think baseball. Rob and I tied for the best, but yeah. And it's a new year for me. I I was warming up a little bit a couple weeks ago on baseball. Had some good baseball picks, some tennis, some soccer matches and shit. Oh, I should add. Um, for the DraftKings users, don't forget to bet on the Buccaneers plus 73. Yeah, yeah mm. that's true. Free money. Um, also, for we already made money this year if you do that. So that's true. Um, you want to get into some futures, some some Super Bowl predictions, some offensive rookie of the year, whatever, whatever future props you want to do. Let's hear them. I'll start us off. All right. If you want, I, I think offensive rookie of the year, Mac Jones plus 600. He's not the favorite, um, so it is a little bit of a risk. Uh, you got Trevor Lawrence is the favorite. I think it's plus 250, um, but I like Mac Jones. Um, really like him under Bill Belichick. So give me Mac Jones plus 600, like the value. Uh, for defensive rookie of the year, I have a couple options. I have the guy for the Buccaneers. Uh... Joe Tyron or whatever Rob said, he I think he could have a nice breakout season. I mean, the teams are going to be focused on all the other guys, and I think he could just have – for a rookie, he could get a lot of sacks. And if uh, – he's plus 2,500. And my other option is the Quidi Payne on the Colts. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but he's plus 1,200. I mean, both those good odds. I think they both have really good chances to win rookie – off defense of uh, rookie of the year. And another one, it's not the best odds, but comeback player of the year, Dak Prescott, plus 210, seems kind of like a lock to me. Maybe you could get Christian McCaffrey at plus 800, but I think they're going to give to Dak if Dak has a good season. I just think they're going to give it to a quarterback over a running back. And plus 200, I mean, it's pretty good, plus money. Um, speaking of your comeback player of the year, I like uh, Carson Wentz. I think is good value at plus a thousand. James Winston you, also plus a thousand. Who'd you yeah. say for that, Jacob? Comeback player of the year? I said Dak or Christian McCaffrey. Oh yeah, I think it'll be Dak hands down. I know he's the favorite. I mean, he's he's the huge favorite right now. He's at plus two ten. Burrow's at plus seven hundred, the second closest. And I don't think Burrow's going to get it. But I think if Dak has a just a good season, he's going to get it no matter what. I mean, his injury last year was. I know, I know Roma was hoping for a sprain, but golly, it wasn't. Uh, do you guys have a um, tab on your DraftKings called Sunday Specials? I do. Yeah. Take a look at that real quick. That's pretty interesting. I uh, scoring team on Sunday. Uh, Highest uh, scoring game. Wow. My favorite. Highest scoring cool. game. Arizona, Tennessee, plus 600. Kind of like that. Mm -hmm. If you scroll all the way down to the right, you have home versus away on Sunday. Both are minus 115. Home is minus nine and a half points. Give me that. I one. like, yeah. I, I mean, I want to look at all my picks I did on home and away teams. I want to see it all, but I think I like home teams. Yeah, me as well. Uh, I like the uh, – I like the uh, – 
I'm trying to think if there's anything else here I like. I kind of like the Bears at plus 750 as the lowest scoring team. Yeah. Wow, I think. Hold on. I'm going to do some math calculations right now. Six. I may take the Lions. Oh, Bears or Lions there. I like both those options. Ooh, all right, boys. What do we think about this? We have combined total points over or under 658. 658 divided by 32 is 20.5. I kind of like the under. Give me that number divided by 16 now. 658 divided by 16. 41. So 41 a game. Um, I like the over. I think I don't know. I'm just I would I would take the over if I bet that. Yeah, that's honestly a really good line. I don't know what I would uh think on that one. For you guys that are kind of spaced out right now, we're on the Sunday specials uh props here in the NFL. Um, some some really interesting, some fun props to bet on here. I can't wait for this NFL season. I'm going to either make so much money or I'm going to lose everything. Wow. There's a on team futures and you go to future parlays. From There's a thing. None of the Jets, Bengals, Jacksonville, Denver, Philly, Detroit, Atlanta, or San Fran to win their division. Plus 125. That is a lock and a half. <laughs> The Jets aren't winning their division. The Bengals aren't winning their division. The Jags aren't winning their division. Broncos aren't going to win theirs. Eagles aren't going to win theirs. The Lions aren't going to win theirs. Atlanta's not going to win theirs. And San Fran, the Rams are going to win that one. So, yeah. yeah. I'm going to bet on that right now. I mean, that's – I am actually I actually am going to bet that. that. Go to Team Futures and then Future Parlays. I mean, Jesus. I mean, I reading that twice, it makes it seem like even more of a lock. Why is it My, more than any of? Because any any of yeah, I don't know why it is more. <laughs> None of those teams have a chance to win that. Like the only one that does is the 49ers, and they're not gonna win their division. It's a loaded division. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Plus, that is why we might have wow, just, like found, we might have just found the pick of the fucking pod right here, boys. Division winner parlays Chiefs and Buccaneers plus 110. What Chiefs and Packers are 130. Oh my god, there's some serious Bills money to be Bucks. made here. Bills and Bucks are 150. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, this I is. I think it. we found the gold mine, brother. <laughs> yeah, the Giants and the Jets are uh, plus fourteen thousand. <laughs> they have worse yeah, than the Texans. I think we just put everyone on a freaking gold mine that has DraftKings. There are futures, so you got to wait a little bit. It's a it's a long term investment, but hey. But that one I said about none of those teams bring the vision. I'm actually might put fifty bucks on it. I put I just put fifty dollars on it. I mean that is unreal. Yeah, those are those are nice. Um, I'm after this bottom. I'm definitely going to do some deeper research in it because there's so so much shit to bet on in here. Um, but let's get into our Super Bowl <clears throat> predictions. 
Also, uh, that's something you can bet on. If you go to Team Future, scroll all the way down. You can go to Name the Finalists. Uh, I'm going to pick the favorite, the Chiefs and Buccaneers again. Uh, that's at plus 1,200, 12-1. Pretty good return there. Second favorite, interestingly enough, is the Chiefs and the Rams. So that would be that would be actually be an awesome uh, Super Bowl matchup. Kind of brings me back to that game, uh, the last game, the Coliseum, one of the highest scoring Monday night football games ever, one of my favorite games ever. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys like? <clears throat> um, my Super Bowl was probably going to be the Chiefs versus. I don't want to say the Buccaneers, but I do. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Rams versus the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are gonna win. That would actually be an awesome game. I I want that to happen. No, yeah, I'm, I'm sure not. you would. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. You can get Jets and Bears plus. Bro, how are the 49ers have the same odds as the Rams to go to the Super Bowl? Oh, fuck. People must be really high on the 49ers. Trey Lance, dude. Brandon Ayuk. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I, mean, I guess Bosa's coming back. The Rams are so much better than they are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy to me. Um, I'm going to go with – I like if I was betting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Cleveland Browns. Taking the Browns to the Super Bowl, huh, Rob? If I was to take a shot at something, I would go with the Browns versus the Packers. Mm. Wow, you really don't like the Chiefs this year, huh? I really like the Browns. I think the I think the AFC is going to be a lot harder than the NFC. I think the Bills, the Browns, and the it's going to come down to seeding. I think because whoever has to play in the was it with you the divisional series? I mean the Chiefs and the Bills, or the Chiefs and the Browns, or the Browns. Yeah, whoever gets the one seed has a really big advantage. I'd say. Yeah. That's going to be a because they have home field and because they don't have to play the two or three seed. Yeah. I mean, I you still got the NFC, Rob. You still got the Rams and the Packers. That like, yeah. I mean, the, the NFC is just like top heavy though. Like after those three teams, it kind of falls off hard because like you're like Baltimore Titans. Mm-hmm. Some say the Colts have a chance. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, AFC well, is definitely tougher than it has been. That's for sure. Well, you got our Super Bowl predictions. We're still 17, 18 weeks away from that. Um, but I oh, we wait. are way longer than that. We have 18-week 18 regular season. We have like three, four weeks of playoffs. That's right. I didn't take the bye Like week. 22 weeks away. I'm just going to take this season as it is. I'm going to enjoy every week with you guys on this podcast, giving you guys winners. Um, really check out those props that we, we were just talking about probably – 10 minutes ago because there's some serious money to be made there um i can't believe some of those i mean i mean some of those are shocking mm-hmm. to be plus money on i feel like they're 
I just could be getting fooled by Vegas, maybe. Yeah, I mean, Vegas always wins. So, But I think they're counting on people not really seeing these, to be honest. Not yeah, a lot of people I mean, do I that. haven't seen them until right now. Thank so, God for this podcast. Thank, thankful for this podcast for that. That is absurd. I don't understand. I, I really don't. Yeah, I'm looking at that one again, Rob, and I, it makes no sense. We're going to have to tweet that one out, boys. Um, yeah. But that is our podcast for the first week. Thank you guys so much for tuning back in. You got one more thing, Rob? Got one thing. Got to bring back soccer. Oh, oh yes, Christ. sir. <laughs> Football. I mean, it seemed that it worked out pretty well, I thought, last year, most of the weeks. Uh, just if you want to do a three, a three team, three team, little quick parlay, West Ham money line against Southampton, Tottenham money line versus Crystal Palace and Wolverhampton money line versus Watford. $5 pays out 5,267. Shit. Yeah. yeah I, I, it's a pretty easy, I think, I don't think all those games what I just said are very easy to say have. the teams they're playing are like kind of easy matchups. Yeah. Yeah, I lied to you guys at the beginning of the podcast. I said we were only good at, at uh, NFL season. But I completely forgot about Rob's soccer picks. We didn't the... really lie, though, because we said we were only good at football. I guess, yeah, football. American football and football. Yeah, I'm just not big on Rob's soccer picks because the one time I bet him a fucking loss, so I was fired up. But That's new season, new season. It. New season. I'll uh I'll try this one out. You don't bet this one. I'll bet this one for Rob and we'll see if it's me, if it's us, or it's just Rob's picks. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever bet I touch just goes to shit most of the time. So um, but anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh tell your friends about this podcast. We just got you guys some money there at the end of the show and at the beginning of the show. The whole show money. Brilliant, brilliant picks from the boys here. Um, but yeah, we'll see you back here next week. Go yeah, to- and uh, enjoy season two. And don't forget to hit us up on Twitter about what the loser of the spread picks has to do between us three. That's I want right. it to be something crazy. I want yeah. to be something crazy. You know, I saw something like the Kentucky quarterback eats his bananas whole with the thing on it. He doesn't peel them. He just mm. eats them. Mm-hmm. Maybe the loser has to eat a banana like that. I don't know. Just spitting out ideas now. That'd be terrible. I would hate to do that shit. Yep. Hit us up on Twitter at Odds We Trust Pod. Uh, send us some tweets. Send us your picks uh, for this opening week. We'd love to hear from you. Until next week. Peace. Go Chiefs. <laughs>